Promise me you won't be bitter. It's it's a killer. The only time you should have a chip on your shoulder is when you try to dump the entire bag into your mouth all at once. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. I recently received a phone call from a man who insisted that I had problems with my computer, so I should give him access to my personal files. My laptop was purring along like a happy kitten on my kitchen table, and I was wondering where this guy could have possibly received this faulty information. So I said, why don't you take down my credit card information and just use it however you see fit. There was silence. The number is four. (laughs) It doesn't take much to get my hoax radar pinging these days. Nearly every week I'm contacted by someone trying to lie their way into my bank account. Have you ever fallen for a hoax? Here are some historic shams that have even duped intelligent people like you and me. On April Fool's 1966, BBC Television presented a documentary about spaghetti farming on the Swiss-Italian border. British viewers watched Swiss farmers pulling strands of spaghetti out of the trees and laying them out to dry in the sun. They explained that it took many years of patient labor for plant breeders to produce perfectly uniform spaghetti. The reporter concluded, Brought from garden to table, there's nothing like real homegrown spaghetti. (laughs) Other hoaxes have been more costly. Back in the 1700s, Charles Price of London was like a one-man band of thieves because of his acting abilities. He had a full wardrobe of disguises and could appear as many different characters. Some of his frauds would have made superb stage plays because of their elaborate comic plots. He was author, director, property manager, makeup artist, and all of the actors. Some hoaxes have duped millions. James Cameron, director of Titanic and Avatar, filmed a documentary called The Lost Tomb of Jesus. It was aired on the Discovery Channel. Now, don't confuse me with an expert on archaeology, but when I start getting my history lessons from James Cameron, sink me on an iceberg. The Lost Tomb of Jesus was a Titanic hoax. Cameron and a TV director claimed they had evidence of a tomb that houses the remains of Jesus and his family. There was one small problem. The foremost archaeologists in Israel slammed the claims years ago as totally without foundation. Israeli archaeologist Amos Kloner, who was in charge of one investigation of the tomb, said that while it makes a great story for a TV film, there is, quote, no likelihood that Jesus and his relatives had a family tomb. He dismissed the claims as impossible and nonsense. But what if James Cameron was right? Well, the resurrection would be the greatest hoax in history. And as the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. I asked former atheist Lee Strobel why he came to faith in Jesus. He said, because I found that the testimony of history points compellingly toward Jesus Christ having returned from the dead in the ultimate authentication of his claim to be God. To me, faith in Jesus is not blind or irrational. I have so much independent evidence that the New Testament writings are reliable that I would be swimming upstream against the evidence if I were to follow any other teaching. The 19th century historian Dr. Thomas Arnold once wrote, I know of no one fact in the history of mankind which is proved by better and fuller evidence than the resurrection of Jesus. How else can we explain how Jesus' motley crew of cowardly disciples became fireballs for God's glory and were martyred for their faith? How else could Paul tell the Corinthian church that 500 people had seen the resurrected Jesus and that most were still alive? How else could we explain the conversion of Paul, the guy who wanted to destroy the church, into a man who died for Jesus' name? And how else can we explain the transformation of your life and mine? Jesus is risen, my friend. He is risen indeed. Let's celebrate.
days, there's no shortage of bad news. But here at Laugh Again, our hope is to share the good news. We want to see others laugh, think, and be encouraged in tough times with the promises of the Bible. Your generous donations help sustain and grow the reach of Laugh Again so that countless others may have their hearts refreshed with the joy of knowing Jesus. To offer a gift today or even become a monthly partner, visit laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.